At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Make sure you're subscribed to Five Reasons Sports YouTube. Why subscribe? Because you'll be notified whenever we've got a new episode on anything. Okay, these episodes go there, by the way. But also, you can get everything else on our channel, which includes everything from the Dolphins to the Canes to Formula One to MMA. We have it all and Dono Daily every single day. So make sure you're checking out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Hit that like and subscribe button and fivereasonsports.com for all your no paywall content. Unlike the newspapers, we don't charge you to read. Also check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. This guy actually chimed in today, uh, our friend Mark. Uh, he says not to panic about the heat. We'll see. If you have problems with your wheels or you just want a new color for your wheels, you don't have to panic either. You can check out U-Brake Wheel Fix. They repair damaged wheels for curb rash, cracks or bends, all under one roof with in-house powder coating, CNC machining, and polishing. They also offer the new custom wheels and tires from your favorite brands, such as Vossen and Fuel Off-Road. And they offer no credit check financing up to $5,000 for a new set of wheels. Fast turnaround times on all repairs. They'll even provide loaner wheels in many cases. So check them out at You Break Wheel Fix. For the time being, they're in North. They're still going to be in North Miami, but this is the current location. North Miami, right off of Biscayne and Northeast 146th Street. If you're familiar with that area, it's the Miami Shores area. Check out all their great work across social media on Instagram and Facebook at You Break. That's the letter U. Break wheel fix or go to youbreakwheelfix.com or give Mark and the team a call at 305 748 0112. That's 305 748 0112. You break wheel fix, changing the way that you see wheels. Make sure for a discount, you mention five reasons. And now, tonight's episode. Down to Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. We're coming to you on a Sunday night. Tonight's floor plan, I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We're going to kind of follow on an episode that Greg and I did last night take it a little bit of a different direction. Last night was just like panic, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, we basically both lost it. I, I think, you know, Greg being the ultimate optimist here and me, you know, as someone who has, has really appreciated this team this season, what we saw against the nets, I don't know how you could watch that and not be troubled by it. Um, it's not just that it, it, you know, led to a four game losing streak here, dropping from the first seed in the Eastern conference, but just beyond that, it's uh, 
it was just bad. I mean, they looked like they didn't belong on the floor with Brooklyn. Um, and they, you know, they, they couldn't compete. I mean, that's, this is the first time this season I really looked at them against another team. And I said, they cannot compete. And, you know, you had Andre Drummond pulling the Tyreek Hill against them. It was just ugly in every single way. We're going to pivot a little bit now and look forward because there is some season left. It's not over. And there are basketball things that can or cannot be fixed. And Eric Spolster, whenever he's back, and obviously he's going to take the time he needs. His son uh, has been ill. The Heat put that out and he missed the last game. Uh, I'm sure it's driving him crazy. Like, how does he fix this thing? And it's not about, you know, sideline battles with Jimmy Butler. It's about basketball. And so, you know, I'm going to go to both of you guys on this tonight, uh, but I'm going to start here with some of the stuff that was on social media today so we can attack it. I think it's become a, a few things have become apparent. One, the Bam Jimmy combination this year has not worked the way that they hoped it would work. Both players have been better for long periods of time this season without the other. There does not seem to be the connectivity between your two top stars that there should be. Another thing Greg and I talked about last night is there was an anticipation that Kyle Lowry coming here, being sort of Jimmy Butler's best bud, that they would look great on the court together this season. That also has not been the case. We also talked about Tyler Hero and that his ascent would be good for this team. And in many ways it has been, but it seems that there's pushback from the other players, or at least in terms of the way that the offense is running. And so that has not been as seamless as maybe it could be. We talked about the fact that the rotation and this team being deeper than they, we expect them to be. And then you were getting Oladipo and Morris back would be a good thing for this team. Worrying about it was in Eric Spolcher's words for amateurs that has proven not to be the case uh, that has created problems. And, and then defensively, this was supposed to be a team that could lock you down. I looked since the Cleveland game, okay, which is the game that, you know, a Heat executive basically said to me, you know, we haven't played well since the Cleveland game. The seven games since the Cleveland game, they're two and five. They're 22nd in offensive rating. I think we can all see that. They're 16th in defensive rating. It's not a team that should be 16th in defensive rating against anybody, particularly teams that were missing everybody from Steph Curry to James Harden to Joel Embiid to Clay Thompson to Julius Randle. I mean, pretty much every team they played has been without their best player, or in some cases, their three best players. So Greg, uh, Greg, we, you and I talked about this a lot yesterday. So I'm going to start with Alex. Give me the one thing, one thing. Okay. That you would try to fix first. That is fixable. That is fixable, not pie in the sky. Fixable right now. Well, that's kind of an easy one. I think this might be kind of like a disappointing answer, but get back to your identity, get back to the defensive identity that they've been at all season, because that's kind of been the most, the most jarring part of uh, this entire week was not only just watching it three games in a row, which I feel like is unprecedented when you talk about a team that's supposed to be this good doing it versus teams that you're supposed to be like you talked about missing all their best players. But then again, last night where it's like, you know, they looked good in the first quarter, but then once they got kind of punched in the mouth a little bit, there was no response. They just kind of gave up. So that the way that this specific past week just kind of played out, I haven't seen that the whole season. So that's really weird to me. But the first thing that I would say is go back to playing defense, because clearly when they're not getting stops, like they're just not going to win. And uh, I was looking up the the stats. You, you did it from the, the Cavs game. I was just filtering it towards just this week. So obviously it's a very small sample, only four games. But in this week of games, the Heat played as the, let me see, the 26, uh, sorry, 26 in net rating. They were bottom five in true shooting, bottom five in rebounding, bottom five in turnovers. All these things that they've been good at all year. Like they're really just completely playing 
the opposite of what they've played all season. And by the way, as you were going through some of the stuff there with certain players not playing well together, look, man, I get it. It's been a little bit rough lately, but it's just, I'm still looking at these these uh, lineup combinations. Jimmy and Bam on the floor together is still very positive for the season. Jimmy, Bam, and PJ on the floor together, still very positive this season. Jimmy and Kyle together, still very positive this season. So it feels like th these past couple of weeks, like they, they've started to kind of go down and go down and go down. And, and I think we, we didn't maybe take it so serious, but at some point, like if it just keeps going, what's going on with the team? Cause they're kind of not playing like themselves. Yeah. They fell off a cliff. That's what bothers me is that like, there's certain parts of this where you could see slippage here or there, but to fall off a cliff, the way that they've done to me, if you're looking for something that we can immediately do, um, I know that I've actually gotten some feedback recently. I need to stop saying we, so I'm going to, so that the heat could do is uh, I think they need to shorten the rotation. I need, I think that, and I mentioned this last night, I'm going to keep mentioning this. I think that it's time to not worry about guys minutes, not worry about roles and go with the eight or nine. Let's say let's nine for now uh, that you really uh, trust most and stop experimenting. And like, I, I just don't see any other way. Boston is number one in the conference as we're doing the show y'all. So like they got a game at Boston coming right up. Now that is like a game for the conference all of a sudden, like it's just incredible the way that this picture has changed the heat where they felt comfortable. They were cushy in that one seat. And now it's no longer that way for so long. Well, for so long. And, and that's the other part of this is that you look at Boston and what Alex talks about, about getting to your identity. There was a certain point in the season where Boston figured out what theirs was right. Like they, they didn't, they had no idea the first 30 games of the year. We thought they were going to gut the team for the luxury tax. Another team that was fighting, fighting each other early on. Right. And then they found it. Okay. And it does raise the question, you know, did the heat in some sense peak too early? And I, I hate framing it that way because you want to peak when you peak, like you want to be playing well. Okay. And nobody says let's not play well through the first 60 games. Cause we're going to peak too early. I, I think, but, but I'm seeing some of that stuff on Twitter, but I do think that they hit the dog days of the season. There's no question about that. I've talked to people, uh, people inside about this. They hit the dog days of the season and they just have not been able to push through. And we thought they could because so many guys miss time that it's not like anybody has been taxed as much as we thought they would be. I mean, Jimmy, Kyle, Bam, none of them are going to get to 65 games this season. So it, this, this should not be that hard to get through it, which does lead to the questions of what is actually going on behind the scenes, who's frustrated with who. I was on Channel 7 tonight. This is probably air after some of you listen to this. And, and I was asked a question by Josh Moser, you know, about the, the sideline stuff. And, and my take on it is that that is a product of what's going on. That's not that's a symptom. That That's not the cause of all of this other stuff. As I was told by two people high up in the organization, we're not playing well. We haven't been playing well. Everybody's pissed off. OK, and so they started to get then pissed off at each other. Now you have Eric and totally understandable that he's got to take, he took some time away from the team also. So he's not there to kind of pull the throttle on it. You can't, you don't have Chris Quinn, you know, comfortable in that role to do it. And so everybody is just out of sorts right now. And meanwhile, you have the rest of the conference gaining Kyrie being allowed to play all of this noise out there that you're a soft number one seed or you're going to get bounced. And it appears that it got to all of them. We're going to have a lot of conversations and Greg, you started on this last night about what they do in the future. If 
the guys they're paying the most this season don't come through because it, it, it puts them in a terrible spot because I don't think those guys are easily tradable. And so you end up trading, in my view, a player who may rise to the, the top in Tyler simply because you had to do something. That's my biggest concern about how this season ends, but I don't want to do it tonight. I, I just want to f- focus on where they're at and what they could do. And I think Alex is right that getting back to defense is part of it. But Greg, we can't ignore the offense. Like they are not a good offensive team right now. As Alex mentions, the turnovers are way up. That's supposed to go down with Kyle in. And they don't know, like they just go through stretches. Bam will disappear for a quarter or more and nobody looks at him, right? I mean, yeah. I, we're not supposed to be here with seven or eight games left. You're, you're so right. Like these guys, are. we were supposed to understand how each guy was going to be maximized. And we knew that it wouldn't all click all at the same moment, every moment throughout the season. Like that's unrealistic, but you expect that they would have unlocked certain things that we would be, we would know what was coming. Right. And like right now, I feel like we don't know what's coming with this team on a night overnight basis. Offense has gotten really weird. And I just, you're in a situation where Jimmy, I think, is forcing it and pounding the rock a little bit, which is actually making Bam pound the rock less because there can't be two guys out there that are pounding the rock and looking for their shot at all times. So I think Bam is is then like trying to do those other things, knowing that Jimmy's in that frame of mind. Uh, I'm, I hope that, you know, Tyler can continue to play because they really need everyone out there. Like we're at this point now where for the offense and the defense to ever find whatever was clicking early or throughout the season, it's going to take these guys being available. So like the, the days of, of them sitting people strategically to end the season, I think that that stuff flies out the window. I think it flies out the window, not because of seed. I don't think seeds the reason for it. I think it's agreed because of rhythm. rhythm. It's not about getting the one seed right now like I, I honestly and we'll get into that in the second part of the episode i mean they may end up four and they may end up four with 51 or 52 wins and before the season like we would have been like all right 51 52 wins and a four seed and ready for the playoffs you'll take it but it it's the way it's happened right like to get to this yeah. point like you absolutely their number in vegas was 48 and a half like you absolutely would have taken 51 wins and the four seed to start the year absolutely i think in every way And now it looks like a complete disappointment. All right, we're going to get to more of that here after the break. I want us to think of some more fixes here before we do. And again, check out You Break Wheel Fix, as I mentioned earlier. But also, also check out our friends at All Pro Construction Builders. If you're a South Florida resident, you know it. Hurricane season is always around the corner. You got to protect your home or business. Make sure to contact All Pro Construction Builders. Check them out on Instagram at that name, All Pro Construction Builders. They specialize in impact windows and doors for residential and commercial properties. All Pro Construction Builders, state certified licensed and insured general contractor. Not only do they service Miami-Dade and Monroe, they also service Broward. I'm supposed to mention that now because they've gotten some uh, customers here from Broward from us. They use only locally made products, American made, and they're family owned and operated. You only deal with the owner, our guy Danny, from start to finish. So reach out to Danny at 305 484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. Contact him for a free estimate. And if you mention five reasons, you'll also get a 10% discount. So check them out at All Pro Construction Builders. Again, it's Danny, 305-484-4429. Big Miami Heat fan as well. All right. Um, Other fixes here. Rotation fixes. You mentioned it, Greg. And maybe you just need to shrink this thing and the nine guys you trust the most. Let me ask you this right now. 
Yeah, I'm going to go to Alex on this first because I know what your answer is. <laughs> Alex. Well, that's not fair. Is Duncan Robinson right now one of the eight or nine guys you trust the most? Still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not an easy question. Like, I'm not adamant about it, but I'm just feeling more unsure about it in general. Less, you know, just kind of not necessarily about Duncan, but just in general. Who It feels like everybody's kind of, you know, not playing their best ball right now, except maybe Kyle when it comes to shooting. Right. But, but uh, I just think like their spacing has been ugly, man. So I think taking Duncan out and playing him less and, and really making him a smaller part of the rotation would be a very, very risky game. to play I was including with. him, by the way, just so all, mm. our, all of our listeners know, I, I still think Duncan in the starting lineup, you, you stick with that at this moment. It's the bench where I think you just, you trim it back. I, I can't see Spolstra. Lever like he has to leverage these guys in that way that we talked about, but like the playoffs are now. And that's what I guess we didn't realize that all of this got pushed up by three weeks, essentially to my, like, that's how I view it because these games are no longer like, Oh, okay. They lost it again. Like they are sliding. So like it has to, they got to stop hemorrhaging. So until you stop the bleeding, like that's what makes these games much more prominent now than they were going to be. I think you gave us our title for night tonight. The playoffs are now uh, he, here's the problem with the Duncan conversation. The, the, the obvious fix to inject some life into the starting lineup is to put Tyler hero in there. The, the problem with that is the numbers with Tyler hero in place of Duncan Robinson with the rest of that group this year are awful. C have we figured out why? What, 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 what is the reason for that? He's spending, I mean, he's getting most of that playing time. I feel, uh, in fourth quarters and crunch time minutes. And I, I, I don't think that's a good. So is that, again, uh, I'll ask you this question else. Like the rest of the game, you know, is that, but is that a symptom or a cause? In other words, is, is the same question I keep asking, like, is the fact that, okay, again, it's a chicken or the egg thing as I keep going to cliches here. Like, is it, is it the fact that Tyler's just not, doesn't fit with the rest of that group and he's put no. in that group in a lot of fourth quarters and that's why yeah. the fourth quarter is such a struggle or is it the fourth quarter is so different and his numbers look terrible with that group because I guess we'd have to look at what his numbers are with that group outside of the fourth quarter. We don't have that data offhand. Right. But I mean, w w which do you think it is? So I think we have a, right now I'm kind of looking at it more like it's less about Tyler and more about, what you go to when you're playing your five guys. And I think this is kind of what Leif was alluding to here. And uh, I, I mean, when you're talking about getting to this point of the season, you were the one seed the whole time, like you're getting into the playoffs, you're wrapping up, like you guys said, your best players haven't even like played that much to, to get to this point where you've been so successful. Everything looks good ex except the way it's playing out. Mm -hmm. And just like you have your five guys there, you know who they're going to go to when things get tough. And I don't know how confident I am about that. Yeah. And well, you hear that? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Yeah, just for a minute, but it, it's good to keep going. Yeah. We're, okay. we're including, all my take? We're, we're, no, we're including all glitches tonight. Cause we are the heat. Like we're, we're just, we're just, we're just going to plow through the glitches. This is a no edit podcast tonight. Yeah. It's not uh, even a glitch. We, we, we just go. I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, again, the idea, the idea was to get to these five guys. Cause we thought these five guys would fit together. But it's the right. same thing happening all the time now, like offensively, I mean, because I think defensively, you know, they can still make stuff work. We know it's going to happen with Tyler getting hunted. But offensively, and me and Brady were talking about it at the game last night, mm. and this has been happening. Like, what's going to be the, the thing that teams always leave open? It's PJ. Like, they're going to collapse on Jimmy and Bam in the paint. 
Uh, obviously, Tyler and Kyle are shooting threats. PJ is going to be left open. And, and plenty of times throughout the season, like they've used him as a screener uh, in those kind of release foul moments where instead of him getting the guy, I mean, him being the guy who receives the pass to shoot the corner three, he's the one screening for the shooter who's next to him on the wing. I feel like they haven't been doing as much of that stuff lately. I, I feel like in general on offense, like um, it doesn't really matter who has the ball, who's going to make a play. The pace is going to be slow. And then at the end of the possession, I feel like 80% of the time, PJ is going to be wide open for a three and it just becomes a little bit too predictable. And, and I, I think they've, they might have to start asking some tough questions about like, um, you know, do you just run that five man unit through crunch time or do you got to be more um, specific about who you're throwing in for like, a, you know, a minute here, 30 seconds here, like an all offense lineup, an all defense lineup, something like that, because I don't know that you can just throw out these five and they solve everything like they, they clear. They clearly have it. Well, they so clearly I, haven't. So so, Greg, I'll go to you. What is the, what is the PJ solution? Because if PJ is going to shoot 10 percent from three, I mean, with all the other. Well, yeah, he does. Like, work. Right. So what do you do? You play Caleb, you mark, you don't mark. doesn't make that shot in the corner. Caleb no, does, he, but he doesn't give you rebounding or. Uh, or or the other things. So what? So Extra what? Shooter? When we get to the playoffs, what's going to end up happening is they're going to size down, and Jimmy will play the four. I bet. Um, and, I mean, I think want, you want you want Jimmy open with that shot in the corner because I don't. No, because this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I think you'd have to reshuffle things around. Um, and part of this is that I think the late game stuff over and over again, Jimmy is the guy with the ball in his hand. So all those possessions are 
you have to look at them through the lens of that. There's like a, a filter on all of those possessions. And that's that likely Jimmy was the one who was starting the possession and getting things going. I think that they, why need... though? Why, why? Cause why, why, why is that you're, been you're, happening? You're paying, I know. I want to ask tough questions tonight. You're paying $30 million a year for your point guard. Why is Jimmy starting all of those possessions? Because I, I he wants to, I guess Eric's I letting so. him. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's a mixture of those two. I, I just correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Mm-hmm. They go throughout long stretches to begin games, particularly earlier in the year where there was ball movement. Mm-hmm. There was off ball movement. There was plays that you could see the Paul. You could see the like the play happening Um, there. The hammer screens from PJ. We were mm-hmm. talking about these things. Kyle Lowry and, the you know, getting the ball and going. All that stuff goes out the window late in games and it's pounding the rock and shooting fadeaways. And who's been doing that? Bam ain't been doing that. We all scream at Bam for not shooting. Kyle hasn't been shooting. Tyler, I don't think, gets it enough in the clutch. Who's been doing it? I want to ask more tough questions. No, let's leave it hanging. I want, I want, to, I want to, I have another tough question here because I, I don't think anybody should be getting off the hook here. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody from top to bottom should be getting off the hook for what happened Agreed. lately. Okay. So Jimmy's included in that, but others are included too. I want to get to a couple of others here. Uh, before we do, I want to tell you about our product code. It's 5RSN. If you're an endurance athlete, simply if you sweat, okay? You get a lot of Gatorade. You get a lot of Powerade. Stop doing that. Get get Salus. GetSalus.com. G-E-T-S-A-L-I-S.com. You get 10% off with our product code 5RSN. comes in these little packets. It tastes good. And again, you don't have to take a lot of it for it to work, okay? So go to GetSalus.com. And also for your premium CBD, you need to recover. You're watching the heat lately. Uh, you need to sleep. You're watching the heat lately. Therapistpreferred.com. Therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5RSN, number 5RSN. You get 25% off. That's for the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies. They have all of it. You will not fail a drug test. It's totally clear. Use therapistpreferred.com and the code 5RSN. Now let me ask this question because I, I pivoted here. Okay, why isn't the ball in your $30 million point guard's hands? But then, Alex, I'll go to this. I'm watching Kyle last night. He can't get by anybody. I mean, he's shooting the three great lately. He's been more aggressive. He's a great passer, although some of the stuff last night was lazy. But, like, he can't get by anybody. Like, I, I mean, we, we started talking about how Dragic was struggling to get by people in his last couple of years here. I remember I this will be this will predate Alex a little bit. But, Greg, the last couple of years for Timmy were kind of yeah. hard to watch. Um, it was all sort of two steps in instead of, you know, the Texas two-step, like it used to be the UTEP two-step. It was two steps in and then kind of back and take a knuckleball three. Like they, they, he wasn't getting in there anymore. Um, Alex, it, it, he's not getting, I mean, I, Brady's put the numbers on here about how he's getting the drives, but wasn't shooting once he got to the drives. He wasn't trying to finish, but I'm watching last night. I, I can't tell you how many times they have to restart a play because Kyle gets one screen, gets into the lane. Second defender comes, can't get by him. And then it's like, he's like pivoting back and forth, trying to figure out where to go with the ball. Is that a concern? He's 36 years old. I mean, yeah, definitely should be a concern. He, you know, he's 36. Like you said, it's, it's not nothing that you can just wave and it's going to disappear. He's only going to get older. Right. I think that's how time works, but just in general, I think the difference, you know, you, you brought up the Kyle and Goron comparison. I guess the difference there is it, with Goron, his game was kind of predicated on getting to the rim and making stuff happen as a score as a score first point guard. Where it's like Kyle, if he's not scoring, he could still make everybody else look better. And I, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but you know we brought up the numbers for how the season they've got. They're a lot 
better uh, rank when it comes to half court offense and transition. So, you know, that's kind of the Kyle impact there. But even then, like that stuff hasn't looked as good recently. Like, like I said, the shots have been falling and he's taking more shots when uh, the bigs drop back, which is cool. I kind of expected him to do that once uh, we got to this point of the year. But as far as like what he's been doing great all season, even that stuff has not been there these past few games. And so, look, I, I think that, I get annoyed with him with watching him because it's kind of like he, he could he could look more like Chris Paul if he wanted to. Right. Not necessarily 100 uh, percent. But as far as, you know, Chris Paul, when it, when everything else is not there and he gets to that little mid range shot, it, that's that's the best shot that's available. He takes it and there's not much hesitation. And the thing with Kyle is like he doesn't really want to get to that shot unless you know, all else fails. And I think it's a little bit problematic because, you know, I, like I said, I expect some of that to go away during the playoffs, but it gets annoying when, you know, everything else is bogging down. Other guys are not playing good. Like Leif is pointing out, like you're paying him big money and he can't get to the paint consistently. I feel like he, he gets to the paint, but he, like you were saying, Ethan, he's not really a threat to score from there. I mean, Greg, it's, <laughs> this is, this is the problem solver, right? Like this, this is, I don't yeah. care how much time he missed. He, he he deserved to take whatever time he needed. For sure. You know, he's done some good things. He's pretty much averaged. I said he would average 13 and eight this season. I think he's 13 and eight. I mean, yeah. I, it, but, it, what he brought was supposed to transcend statistics. And at times this season, it, it absolutely has. I mean, like, let's not forget. They're still in the running for the one seed. It's just that we all know where this is heading. Like lately, it's just, it's crashing and burning. Um, so there's, they've done things right earlier throughout the year. It's how the hell do they get back to that? And I think like it's incumbent on Kyle to, to spearhead that because he is the point guard. They call him QB one around there. Like, all right, if you're QB one, then like that, the, I think that. But he's played better with role players this season. I know. And shooting and spreading the floor in a different style of play, which is mm -hmm. interesting. And I think something that if this does not work out long-term, we're going to have to talk about like what style of play is most conducive to, to guys like Bam Adebayo, who we haven't talked about yet. And deserves, uh, he's next. I'm, uh, this this yeah. pod's not finishing without me hitting him. Don't worry. Yeah, no. Cause, we're we're going we, to touch on that for sure. So let's go. All right. The one, the one final thing I want to say about, about uh, Kyle is this, you mentioned style of play. We talked a lot about the friendship between Jimmy and Kyle. And that appears to be great, but the compatibility as players, which, you know, Jimmy and Kyle both said in their opening pressers this season after the acquisition was made would be no problem. It does not look like they fit ideally together. That's just, I, I know Alex, I know the numbers suggest that they've been fine. I'm just, I'm talking, this is more eye tests for me than anything else. It doesn't look like they're, I disagree with both, to be honest. Like I disagree with yeah. this part and the, the numbers just lately, there, right? But... Alex, no, not look, I, I get, I get it. It's been bad lately. I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree that they don't fit. I just think the it's kind of problematic when you're kind of, you know, when Jimmy's not doing his thing, it's kind of like, you're just waiting on one of them to do something. And look, I get it. Kyle and Jimmy are your guards. I mean, I get it. Jimmy is a three, but those are the guys who are kind of making the plays most of the time. So I get it, but you know, they're basically a plus five for the season. I still think Kyle is the type of guy who can play with Jimmy. The, the thing with the fit, is the, what we've been talking about all season. Like, Jimmy clearly wants to play at a, at a way more slowed-down pace than Kyle. I think that's obvious to anybody watching. All right, let's get to BAM. Um, before we do, do want to mention one more sponsor. 
And this is this is our favorite sponsor at Five Reasons Sports Network because this is the one you can actually play these players we're talking about. Uh, Prizepicks.com. Use the code five F I V E. Get your initial deposit matched. That's right, F I V E. Initial deposit matched up to hundred dollars. You can put down twenty if you want. They'll give you twenty bucks. Uh, you want to put down hundred? They'll give you hundred. You don't need to play it all at once. And it's just a really cool place. I mean, they got everything up there. You can check the props during the day. Try to beat the system here a little bit. And you can. That's one of the great things, okay? People actually win here, okay? And you do get your money. Uh, so check it out, prizepicks.com. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Of course, I'll have the props up for the national championship game coming up. Uh, and again, great season for UM. So congratulations to them uh, finally ending in the final eight or in the elite eight. Uh, but check out prizepicks.com also for MLB that's starting up soon. They've got a bunch of futures on there and a whole lot more. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5, F-I-V-E. And you'll have more fun with basketball season and everything else. All right. We got two more guys to get to. And I, you know, they are supposedly the future. Um, we're going to spend more time on BAM here before we close. Is there anything that, that other than, you know, obviously not getting hunted, which was the, the problem in the Philadelphia game. Is there anything that you want to see Tyler do differently Greg, I mean, any, any, anything that, that he could do to change, because he was, look, he was erratic to start the Nets game. He missed some time. He missed his first six shots. But yeah. is, is there, is there, any, is there more that you want from him? Because again, I, nobody gets let off the hook when you're, you're having a run like this. No, you're right. I guess going forward, the, the thing I'd want to look for him to do, but it's not completely in his control is be a bigger part of the late game stuff. So whatever that means, however they get him involved, whether that's, whether that's ball movement, that's get, just putting the ball in his hands and setting a pick, whatever. I want more Tyler Hero late in games, but that's not all under his control. But if he gets that opportunity, I would like for him to not defer. And, and that would be the one element. De the defensive stuff, I, I'm not worried about that. I feel like that's why you built this team the way that it was built is because you knew that there was going to be moments where Tyler would have uh, issues and you have guys surrounding him. So that, that, that's not it for me. Um, there's that clip that truly put on Jimmy has the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball. Tyler's standing in the corner, waving his arms to explain these open. Here's the thing. I think that I don't think Tyler can do anything about it this year. Um, but I think we're going to see something different next year, assuming that he's back. I think the next step from him is going to be his voice. You know, I, I think he needed to get his feet back under him this year, reestablish himself, reestablish his work, which had been questioned during his second season inside the organization, not just out. And he put in the time he, he raised his level of play. He is not, he's more type a than bam, but he's not anywhere near as type a as Jimmy or Kyle and he's young and I, it's going to take some time for him to be able to speak up. But I think when you see that clip, you kind of see what's going on here a little bit. And, and I, I think next year we may see Tyler grow into his own skin in that way a little bit and take a little bit more of the leadership reins. It have, it takes time. Okay. Um, some players never get it. Okay. But we've seen even in Devin Booker and Phoenix, you've seen it come over time. It's going to have to happen here because I, I think that's the biggest thing for Tyler. I don't think he, I don't think he, he wants to step on toes right now. That that's the sense that I get. And eventually for this team to go to the next level, they're going to have to, but more so than anybody else. And we saved it for last. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about the BAM thing at this stage, you know, because we've been teased by it so many times this year where we have seen exactly what it is that everybody wanted to see. And then there's just quarters where he's just, again, 
not involved. And it just does seem like he will not take control when these other guys are on the court in particular, Jimmy. And, and I, I, I just, their ceiling is limited until he does that. And I, Listen. Alex, I'll start with you this time. I mean, what, what, I mean, where, where do you go? I mean, you can't, you have whole fourth quarters. He doesn't touch the ball, like, or he's still doing the thing where he's back is turned to the basket and you've got Andre Drummond playing drop. Okay. And, and nowhere near him. And like the whole play gets short circuited and you end up like 20, because he's looking for, for a dribble handoff from somebody instead of just turning and going, he's teased enough this year. Forget the threes. He's not going to shoot threes this year. It's not going to happen. That whole thing about shooting one, three per game. It's not happening, but just the general aggression. Okay. Like how do we, are we going to see it? Or are we going to go into another off season saying I'll be next year? I mean, look, we already know what's when it comes to bam, like he's not going to be anywhere near number one in field goal attempts this year, like all that stuff. Like when you talked earlier about what's a pie in the sky type of resolution, that's one of them, right? Like Bam being the number one scorer on this team. It's not going to happen this season. I, I, they don't even look like they're, they're trying to like make that a possibility. Like I, that's just, I, I feel like I, I always come down and say similar stuff when it comes to this, but I, I just, I watch the game and they're setting guys, they're setting up their best players with sets to score like Jimmy, right? They set up Tyler with sets to score. Kyle, not necessarily, like we talk about, Kyle's not necessarily looking uh, to score anyways. There's not really a set where you can, where you can just get him easy buckets unless he's just cutting, right? But the BAM thing, they don't make it easy on him, man. Like, I still feel like they haven't adjusted much of the stuff that I've been talking about for the past couple of seasons, not just me. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of Heat fans in general who want more out of BAM, like they ran one inverted uh, pick and roll set in the second quarter during the Nets game. Nothing came out of it, but that was surprising to me because I couldn't remember the last time I had seen that. And just where somebody smaller than Bam is screening for him, you know, whether it's to try to get the switch or not, whether it's to try to get the the big who's guarding Bam, just a step slow so he can turn the corner and get to the rim. Just something to make it easier on Bam so it's not just, oh, you know, there's eight seconds left on the shot clock. The big is on you. He knows that now is when you're actually going to look to shoot. He knows that you weren't looking to shoot before. It becomes very predictable. Like, I just don't think Bam is being put in the best of situations to score. I love what he does. I love his impact on the team. And he, you know, he could still put up 20 a game. Like, he's probably still averaging or just under it. It just feels like you can get more out of him if you were to put him in some of these better positions and really push him to score. Because I just don't think they look at him as that guy. I think they look at Jimmy as that guy, Tyler as that guy. And those are the ones who really get, you know, the the reps to score, the the opportunities by Spo, where it's just like, okay, you're the guy who's going to get us the bucket. And that's what's been happening in crunch time now. You know, I feel like Tyler's been getting some of those reps. They're not putting Bam in those positions. Like, I don't know what it is. I still feel like, as a big, he has such a tight handle. He's so athletic. He has a pretty smooth stroke. He's not a better scorer than those other guys, but you got to put him in those positions to get him comfy. Yeah, right. like this. This is where I'm at, and and uh, and then Ethan, like you can you can close up shop on us with Bam. When Jimmy is pounding the rock and taking shots out of the flow of the offense, Bam's not going to um, like m- put more of that on to on the offense and do that in addition just so that he gets his shots like and so that he can be called aggressive he's going to do what's the right basketball play so i think that right now he's in a weird spot where you got a guy who is kind of forcing it a little bit and he's not going to force it too let me close with this 
And uh, we appreciate our sponsors, therapistpreferred.com, getsalus.com, use the code 5RSN, prizepicks.com, use the code 5. All pro construction builders, make sure you mention us, prepare for hurricanes, you break, wheel fix, get your wheels fixed, changed, repaired, spruced up, whatever it is you want to do there. I'm just going back. I'm looking at the picture that uh, Hot Take Harry's uh, wife took yesterday. I can't say it was Hot Take Harry's picture because uh, she got mad that, that I credited him for this. But there's a picture of Pat Riley I put on our Instagram page today where he's just like sort of staring at this team <laughs> when everything was going so well. And look, Pat hasn't spoken a whole lot this year. Obviously, you know, the circumstances are different. He's not as available as he used to be, but that told me everything. And I'm just going back to Pat's presser at the end of last season when they got swept out and how far this group had come and how, how well they had overcome adversity this whole season. And it, it, what's weird is they've been able to overcome adversity beyond their control this year, you know, absences because of, you know, family situations or, injuries or COVID or whatever it is, they've overcome all of that or the, the heavy, heavy road schedule early in the year. They do not appear that they can overcome adversity in-house, right? That's what appears to be happening now, that this thing is fracturing from the inside, not the outside stuff. No team that's throwing decide Golden State basically played a give up game against them. We're going to play hard against Orlando. We lost. We look like bleep. Draymond called them out after the game and then sat the next night. They all sat. Okay. Curry's out anyway, but Clay sat too. They all sat. It's a give up game. This is not opponents doing this to the Heat. This is the Heat doing this to themselves. This is not injuries they've got now. This is too many guys being healthy. They couldn't take advantage of Goron, Seth, Patty Mills yesterday. That's my whole thing. And as I'm watching Pat and I'm thinking, okay, this thing is going to end up with 51, 52 wins and a three or four seed most likely. And you absolutely, if you had asked Riley before the year and said, if your team was playing well, going to the playoffs with that profile, you would absolutely take it. But right now it feels like the sky is falling. And I'm going back to Pat's presser at the end of last year. Okay. And Things we're talking about tonight, Kyle will bring out everybody's aggressiveness. That's when he brought him in. That was the presser after that. Bam, right? <laughs> Spoh's going to put him in better positions. Alex, you just went through like a five-minute thing about how he's not being put in better positions, right? That is, and then the Jimmy stuff that we've talked about, okay? The one guy who has elevated is Tyler but I feel like his ceiling is capped right now because of what the other guys on the floor are doing. They got to figure that out. Eric, when he comes back with the family stuff and all the rest of that, he's got to figure out how to transition this thing. He's got to make it clear to his team. Look, look what's happening. We're not going very far like this. Things need to change, but they need to handle the adversity in-house. The out stuff they can handle. They've, they've proven that. They also need to tighten the rotation. Depot experiment. I think you maybe look at him for next season it's over for this year in my view, except as a spot player. Okay. Get Gabe Vincent back in when he's healthy. All right. Duncan short leash on that. If he's giving you one of those donuts or bagels or whatever it's that's it. Okay. They cannot, they cannot survive that kind of stuff right now. And PJ, the one guy I would sit here over the last few games of the season is PJ. I'm sorry. I, and I sat right in Edward front of him and he looked like he wanted to kill me. But when I asked him about it, but they, they need, he needs to sit. Like I just, you can't have a guy shooting 10%. Every team in the league is going to scheme this thing up to make force him to shoot threes. He's got, he's got to get back on track. 
And some people just don't want to be told when, you know, when it's time to take a break. All right. It's time for us to take a break. I don't know what he has to tell me. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to Alex. Uh, we will be back. I will be at the Sacramento game tomorrow. Brady's on a two game losing streak. So Brady, you're going to take a seat for a little bit. Uh, it's not, this ain't all my fault. And by the way, our friend from Miami heat, UK, Owen two, you flew all the way across the sea for that. Come on, Mr. Healy. All right. Have a good what, night. everybody. What, what an episode full of sunshine pumping, huh? Yeah. Look at that. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.